0: Hello and welcome to episode three of Dinner Party Duo. I'm Barry and I'm here with Adam, my co-host, and we're here to talk to you again about some of our uh, dinner party conversations or the things we talk about when thinking about planning a dinner party, attending a dinner party or just generally being at a dinner party.
1: Absolutely, yes. It's the kind of conversation we hope that people might sort of ask their uh, friends and family at a dinner party. Um, Quite often it becomes about dinner party. Um, Last episode... uh, but we kind of touched on the idea of that i don't really ask people what they do for a living uh so i tend to ask people about their three favorite animals and there's a kind of a chinese theory too so i'm going to do it to barry now he doesn't know he hasn't thought about this already unless, unless he has thought about it
0: well, well now i'm thinking about it yeah.
1: yes so barry be real quick what are your three just complete gut reaction what are your three favorite animals in order
0: uh so elephants anyone who knows me knows i like elephants uh um, number one number one is elephants yeah uh number two is uh like a lizard less uh chameleon um and number three is um tuna i like a tuna nice tuna steak so as it's because you like to eat tuna steak Yes, yeah, sorry. We uh, we like. Uh, I mean, I'd, you know I'd sit on an elephant. Um, I'd like. I don't know. I'd uh, I'd look at a chameleon and tuna come near in with a tuna steak, and I'm eating it.
1: Right. So for, I've done this ask this question sometimes. Nobody ever t- talk answers about the food that they like to eat. But we're talking about dinner pies, so so why wouldn't you go there? So the theory is so I was told when I was, when I was a younger kid, and it's a nice little like thing to, to 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 ask. So the theory is the, your third favorite. Is how society sees you in first impression, so you can take this as metaphorical or as literal as you want. So Wait,
0: the third one, right?
1: Is how people so, so people see you as, as a
0: nice juicy tuna steak, steak yeah, not yeah. tinned, not tinned, no, never tinned. I'm not
1: yeah. a tin tuna. So you look like a juicy piece of steak, yeah, just seared, seared on the outside. That's, you look seared yeah. on the outside. Yeah, That's yeah how people absolutely. To see you. Yeah, and um, the second one, chameleon, is how you see yourself. Oh, interesting.
0: interesting. Okay, yeah,
1: so. Are you a social comedian? You talked in the first episode about... Not being a social comedian. Yes. Maybe I am. Yeah. Maybe we're really getting deep here. And the whole lizard thing, maybe you are cold-blooded. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah you probably <laughs> Fair <Yeah>. enough. <laughs> um, apparently, they're, they're quite affectionate, comedians. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you that. Are cold-blooded and affectionate. Yes. That is me to a T. Yes. Yeah, okay. Quite polarizing. And then an elephant is what you really are. Um, Massive trunk. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Scared of mice? Are you scared of mice? Uh, No, I don't think so. But you do remember lots of things.
0: I used to. I used to. I'm getting a bit old now, and I get told I forget. Well, my wife says I just forget everything.
1: Maybe she says that to make you feel bad. You know, it's a nice little starter for people who do not necessarily don't know each other that well. Mm. Good little name game.
0: Okay, so I'm thinking... Before we start getting questions about this, then what's your what are your three favourites? Well,
1: animals? back when I did it, I can't say it now because obviously I know it's loaded. Back then it was um people saw me as a dolphin, which was, you know, intelligent and nice and pretty, I suppose. Uh, I saw myself as an elephant. Maybe I think I've had I had an inflated view of my own trunk, perhaps. <laughs> so and I was quite clumsy, I was lanky, walked around, I was, you know, so a bit clumsy. A lanky elephant. <laughs> but, yeah, well, big. Well, it wasn't big, but I had a growth spurt early on, so maybe I'm, maybe I'm really trying to push, push the metaphor on that one. Yeah, okay. um, but really, I was a koala. So oh, Interesting. Um, and I think a lot of people at school thought I was quite stoned, which I was never, never was, but quite a chilled character, you know, get along with most people. Um,
0: are koalas supposed to be quite, quite vicious if they're threatened?
1: Apparently. Is apparently, that you? Do you think? Yes. <laughs> I think I just want somebody to put me back in the tree fall right. down the tree and then someone else can just put me back on the tree okay. and, and I can have my eucalyptus
0: yeah were you one of those kids at school that always smelled like eucalyptus <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just constantly
1: runny nose <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah all the teachers like that guy's just got a lot of eucalyptus in his bag dealing eucalyptus so uh there you go so i am a koala and you're an elephant good
0: good so i'm, I'm glad to, i'm glad we dealt with that like uh i like to leave something for one episode that we can talk about in the next episode and uh on, on top of that actually leading in from that we've uh, we've we've got a, a question from the mailbag um from last week's episode which yeah. i think actually is quite a good topic for us to discuss in a in a in wider detail
1: yes yeah, So normally we go into the main menu and then we're going to the mailbag. But the mailbag was such an interesting question, we decided to do a whole episode based on this. And the mailbag question from our friend Rob was about um, what do you do with the annoying plus one? So he said that with his ex-wife, she would have her friend round for dinner and that friend would have a husband or a plus one and he would have to do one for the team and kind of like spend the evening talking to the boring other guy. Like, you know, it's the problem is with using this topic at a dinner party, if you're talking about if people bring up the subject of the annoying plus one, there might well be an annoying plus one at the table at the the, the time. Yeah, it might be you. It might be me, and it might get even more awkward. But that made us think about, thank you, Rob, that made us think about not just dealing with the annoying plus one, which we hope we'll cover, but also what the other type of characters, extreme characters you get at a dinner party, and maybe we'll cover. We're going to cover that now, and then later on, we might make reference to them in other episodes. Yeah. So we've counted nine. So we'll just go back and forth. Yeah. Barry, what you got?
0: So uh, yeah, a big fan of this one. Um, I think there's always kind of like in every group of friends, you know, there's always like the funny one, the serious one, and you know, I think at every dinner party, there's always like at least one or two of these kind of characters, if not all of them, perhaps. So um, I think uh, I think my favourite on this one. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pick one. So halfway through the list here, right? So uh, my favourite on this list is the uh, the dinner party terrorist. Hmm. What's that? So the dinner party terrorist is the 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 guest at the table, um, who likes to kind of load their questions, who likes to kind of be a bit controversial, the one who might maybe make things a bit awkward and a, and know that they're doing it. You know, could be conversational, could be something to. To keep the conversation going, or it could just be a bit mean.
1: So, give us an example.
0: So, um, you know, there's uh, there's a, a guy that I used to know who, um, whatever happened, wherever you'd say, he would disagree with everything. You know that that controversial guy. Right. Um, you know, and there's uh, another another person who. Um, at the dinner table will we'll quite happily sort of ask a question that is so clearly loaded you know something like uh, so um what do you think of the mess that somebody made of that dish
1: oh right it's a quite passive aggressive like did you mean to put that much salt in there yeah exactly exactly Right. that person around the dinner table so they they so they the the tone that they're saying is quite sounds positive but what they're they're sub the, the subject or the Content is quite mean.
0: Yes, yeah. And then it it puts everyone else on the back foot around the table. So everyone is kind of like, oh, do we call him out for being mean?
1: Do we just answer the question politely and move on? Do we change the subject? Oh, yeah, you don't want too many. I mean, that is almost connected to the other one that, that I was thinking. It was the dinner party sniper, which... Is quite similar. They get along, all very well and good. They're they comedian like as you are, apparently. <laughs> comedian like, you know, getting along. But maybe towards the end of it, the they'll just come in with one fell swoop, and it will just like, you know, be a bit of a grenade and go. So kind of like, uh, I don't know. It's towards the end of the night. And you've given dessert and everything, and you're like, "Oh, it's everything?" And and they've said, "Yes, it's everything's been nice." And then they go, "Me, it's all right." Yeah. Just a little nugget of negativity. Yes. But I'm, being I know quiet exactly, throughout the whole
0: time. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. In my experience, and I don't mean this to be a, a sexist thing, but I've seen women be really good at this. Right. So they're kind of like the, you know, the the meek and, and mild mannered women around the table. You know, they'll be talking nicely and everything like that, and then just one of them will just come in and just say something that cuts across everyone. You know, that will just be like a, a, a just like a really cutting insult. That's yeah. Because. You know, puts everyone in their place.
1: So dinner party terrorist, dinner party sniper, what else you like?
0: So uh, there's one. um, Let's talk about the finger eater. The finger eater. The finger eater. So I'm not talking about, um, you know, taking a uh
1: stop banging
0: is he no no just uh, should we explain this for the listeners so there's like a bit of work going on almost right outside where we're Mm. we're recording we're gonna power through so yeah we're gonna we're gonna power through um so the finger eater so this is this is the person around the table who when there's kind of when there's like a communal thing like uh quite often there'll be like cut fruit or something like that after the meal um you know big bowl of fruit big bowl of like melon or something like that with a nice big spoon in it, so you kind of get your spoon in, serve yourself, Mm -hmm. eat with your own spoon that's on your play setting, um, and there's this person who will disregard all of that, move the big spoon out of the way (laughs) so they can get a nice big handful of melon and just eat it from their hands with their fingers. Even
1: though cutlery is clearly being provided?
0: Oh, I've I've seen people move the spoon out of the way so they can get to it with their fingers. Do you
1: find it as bad if this person spooned um, the melon, whatever, into their own bowl, and, you, and you've given them a, a knife or a fork or, or, or whatever, a spoon, but then they've, then they've eaten the melon with their own hand, but they haven't touched a the communal. They've just done it on their own plate. Is that just as bad?
0: No, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think...
1: It, it's you only know, for like the this, communal stuff.
0: It's Yeah. The, you know, if you eat with your fingers and, and you're not affecting anyone else, then, you know, there's a question of manage there, but really in this day and age who cares. But if you are putting everyone else's food in your own hands first. You know, like you're sort of fingering your way through the, the cubes of melon to get the nice one. Then that's just
1: And and you know people that do this.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've i I've seen him oh uh, it many time. And it's uh it does drive me bonkers. Um and I just think it's it's one of those things that like uh everyone really just just look around you. Just realise that you're eating with other okay, people. Okay,
1: what happens if you go somewhere then, Baz? And there's, I don't know, let's say, volavons. something You get some finger food. Or let's say something, uh, maybe maybe is a bad example because you actually could quite easily pick out the one you want without touching up. Yeah. With. But let's say something, maybe melon is too wet and sloppy, you do need a spoon, but something in between. I can't think of one at the moment. Maybe, Are you thinking like crisps? Yeah, crisps.
0: Perfect. You know, like peanuts in a bar, that kind
1: yeah. of Yeah. Are you going to, if there's no cutlery provided for you or a spoon... Are you going to call out the host to be like, "How am I going to get this?
0: Where's this? Can can you give me some tongs?" Well, easy there, dinner party terrorist.
1: I would. Uh, I
0: would just. I would say, "Can I have a spoon, please?" I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't phrase it as, "How am I going to get to this? Uh, how am I going to get these crisps out that's without exactly, getting my fingers all well That's exactly
1: what I would else. do. I would yeah. make a huff and a puff. Yeah. I don't understand. How would you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but even so, by you asking though for tongs, that can make you look like a bit of a dick. Because it makes you look like you're the OCD, like the clean freak. It's like, oh, um, I'm going to need some tongs. Yeah. Some people well, might just excuse be like... Excuse me for being hygienic. I don't, like, well, that's another character, the hygienic one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do we have that in our list? Like, we don't
0: the, the hygienic one, yeah.
1: I mean, I, To move on to the hygienic one, yeah. it can be quite rude if someone's like, oh, do you have some hand sanitizer now? Or... Um, or they've what about if they've come over to your house and they ask you for a napkin or a wipe and they wipe the table up? That's rude, right?
0: Yeah, that is rude. Obviously something spills.
1: Obviously something spills, it spills. But like What it's... about the
0: cutlery? I'm I'm a big fan of like not necessarily at dinner parties, but if I eat out somewhere, it's just an instinct that I will automatically wipe my knife and fork with the, the napkin before I eat. And I'm oh. I get told quite with with I you know if I'm sitting with my wife or other people, they say, "Oh, you know, that's a bit rude." You know, don't, it is do, rude.
1: don't do that in front of the waiters. Really, is that rude? Well, is maybe, rude it's, to, maybe to... it's not that rude in front of the waiters when well, it is, but you don't know them. I think if you go to someone's house and you wipe the cutlery in front, well, I don't think I do it at someone's house. Okay,
0: but just when I'm at a restaurant, it's kind of like an instinct thing; it just happens. Because you're a bit OCD, aren't you? No, <laughs> Is it OCD to be to be. If you see like a water stain on a, on a knife, ah, right? I'm
1: I'm I'm not bothered by it.
0: No, no. Well what about a fork? You think know, how many people's awesome. mouths has that fork been in before, before before I sit at this table?
1: mm I wouldn't I don't think it would bother me. But okay, what about if you're okay, what about this then? <laughs> you're at a dinner party and now not everybody you know, we we didn't I'm sure in the upper classes they have like loads of cutlery for loads of their courses. We're normal people, but we Steph and I we don't have loads of loads of cutlery. We have a good set. I mean, you have like four knives or whatever it is, six knives, six forks. Yeah. What do you feel if I say to you, right, you've had your your hors d'oeuvre or whatever, you've used a knife and fork, but you're going to have the same knife and fork for the second round. Are you annoyed by that? Or is it, if I just go, just give it a quick wipe and that's it. Or, or would you? Just, I,
0: I'm, I'm wiping my own
1: knife and fork. Yeah, yeah that's just, fine. Yeah, I, I think, think that's fine. I think that's fine. Because yeah. otherwise, it's just. Have I to think if them. you
0: collected everyone's knives and forks, gave them each a wipe, and then just redistributed them like it was some sort of cutlery lucky dip, <laughs> um, that would be. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'd be able to hold my tongue for that.
1: One. I know people that do that. No, they you collect can't. it in, give it a rinse, and take, and then send it back out again.
0: When you say rinse, are we talking washing liquid involved? It's here as well?
1: possible, but it might not be. It might just be right. We'll just give them all a wash, and when you can get them back, you'd rather just hold on to your own. Because then you
0: yeah, uh, absolutely, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know what's ruder, take giving it back in and saying, "Oh, could I have my actual knife that I had back? I don't want Bill's or wife knife." But that, is that is it rude? Said, knife to ask? or wife? What <laughs> is, <it No>. <laughs> well, is
0: wife? Is it rude to ask for your knife and fork back? Yeah, I think it is. Or is it rude that you're making the assumption that you may not get your knife and fork back?
1: I think it's the rude to ask that you want your knife and fork back because I'm assuming then that you don't believe in the ability of your host's cleaning method. Yeah, exactly. Cleaning so this,
0: method. The, the rudeness is in the suggestion that they're not clean.
1: Yeah. I think you wouldn't mind necessarily if you get someone else's knife as long as they're all clean, right? Exactly, yeah. All right, so once we, they're clean... You're coming round to my to house, guys. You're coming round to my house. You've seen me wash up. I'm asking for your knife I've and lived fork with back. You. Yeah. You're asking for the knife... I asked for the knife and fork back. I said I'm going to give it a bit of a clean... Are you unhappy about the situation? Oh, you know what
0: I would do. I'd I'd be the next person on that list. I'd be the tidier upper. The, uh, I, I would bring everyone else's. I would bring everyone else's nice and forks in, and start washing them up myself. Oh, if there was guy. a question, I'd be like, oh, let me help you." So that's but the, really, the motive there is uh, is is so that I get a clean one.
1: So the tidy upper. <laughs> that's our next one. So you're doing that out of motive to 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 get a clean knife, but there also is the tidy upper as a character is quite annoying because if I've got somebody in the house and I'm cooking, oh, do you want me to help? Or either they ask, do you want me to help loads of times and you feel rude saying no 10 times or they just want to be helpful but you want to be like, look, just sit down. You're our guest. You don't need to do anything. You, yeah. Like it can be a bit, maybe it's because it's bored. Com- it could be a sign that there's bored conversation. People aren't enjoying themselves. Yeah. They need a way out. Yeah. Or that um, they just want to be like my mom. She just wants to be helpful all the time but I'm like, we've got a small kitchen. Get out. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. So it, th- I get that the tidy upper comes from a good place mm-hmm. normally, unless they're really bored and they want a reason to leave the conversation they're yeah. in. But I just want to be like no. Or they 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 they, I have, they, I have they don't think I'm good, I'm cleaning well enough.
0: I've I've tidied up.
1: To, You're a tidy um,
0: upper. Uh, well, yeah, I I wouldn't say as a general rule. I mean, it's you know it's different depending on each each occasion. But yeah, I have I have started taking stuff into the kitchen um, at someone else's house. Uh, and
1: asked. You didn't even ask. You just say, I'm oh, just getting your plate and going.
0: Oh, I like mid a conversation. If I don't want to be in that conversation, just me I'm going to stop you there. Uh, these plates need to go in the kitchen.
1: So you are using it literally. You don't care if it's rude of you to go in someone's kitchen and put plates in the dish. I mean, it's not that rude, but you're only doing it to get out of another conversation that's boring.
0: I have done that. That's not my only motivation, but I have done that. I have thought, well, this is a conversation I don't really want to be involved in. I don't want someone to ask me what they've asked everyone else around the table. So I'll sort of make sure I'm... So
1: if you come round to my house and you start tidying or you put the plates in the dishwasher, I don't know if it's because either other people are boring you or you're genuinely being nice. True. Part of your chameleon
0: perhaps perhaps they but on the other hand uh, if it was at your house would it matter would you just think oh that's something
1: i don't have to do in a bigger group it depends how like invasive your tidying up is if you're like if i need the space and i'm cooking another i don't moving i don't like a lot of people in the kitchen because it's i'm clumsy and i don't want to burn someone or right but if people want to just like oh can i just put that in your sink or put that i'm like yeah but there's a line of like my mum's too much
0: yeah, You know what I mean? Can I just can I just sort of go a little bit to one side here? Mm. So we've got the tidier upper. What about the plate stacker? Mm. You now, I know somebody, I'm not going to say who, but I know somebody who I have spent a lot of time with, I've been for a lot of meals with, um, like in restaurants and things like that. Actually, I think they do they're, they're dinner parties at other people's houses as well, where they will make a little tower of plates and knives and forks so they start off with the widest largest like serving dish first and then there'll be like the dinner plates go on top of that and that i'm not sure if it's a game or if they think they're being helpful but it's basically at the end the end of it you end up with like this massive sort of cutlery crockery tower that that can be taken away if, if the person is strong enough they can oh they it, like, don't take
1: they don't take it away themselves
0: no to be fair i've actually probably seen this more in restaurants right. so the waiter comes over and all they have to do is take one thing away, right? From the if they get the tower right at the bottom, all they have to do is take one thing away. So in that respect, I think this person is trying to clear the table in a fashion help. that's that's quicker. Yeah. But I know other people who I haven't been a waiter myself, but I know other people who have been waiters who say that's actually not very helpful. There is a way to do it.
1: That- well, I can imagine I'm not that strong, so putting holding like twelve plates would probably too much be too much. For, yeah, I'd probably smash them all
0: yeah okay you're a bit of a klutz though
1: yeah so are you saying that this person in theory is trying to help but in in actuality is probably not helping that much
0: yes what what do you think of someone who's like yeah they're halfway towards
1: helping (laughs) sounds like me i think i because i can't say if i'm having dinner we've got people i like once my food's got i want the plate to be gone I can't, I know you're supposed to wait for everybody to be finished to clear the table. Mm. But if you've got a slow eater, I'm like, I, I, if I'm at home, it's really bad of me as a host. I might start clearing a table before that person's even finished just to hurry them up. It's really bad. But the tower stacker, I've done it in a restaurant thinking I've helped, especially in dim sum, ping pong, right? you got all those bamboos. Right, so yeah, yeah, assume, right. yeah, Well, that's, that is a game though. That, that is a game. How, yeah. Lazy Sundays. So, I think I have seen people do it at dinner party. They'll stack it to the side. Oh, I've always seen that as a nice thing. I've always been like, yeah, that's, or they've stacked it to the dishwasher. But you're right. If they are going to stack it, they might as well move it themselves.
0: Right. I see, but then they become the tidier-upper.
1: They do. I don't mind the stacker, the subs, the sub. I don't mind it. I see the, the good intention, and if it's too many for me to, uh... but it is a bit. There is a bit of a subtext there. It's like, okay, we're done now. Take it away right there's a yeah. little bit of if i did it in a restaurant i would only do it when the waiter comes waiter or waitress comes over and there's a big table and we're helping them oh, right, yeah, i wouldn't I do it before saying. they come over but if somebody does it at my house i'm like it's a bit like okay we're done now take these away it's a bit it could be actually ironically a bit rude it should only yeah. be done once the tidying up process has started
0: i see what you're saying okay otherwise yeah they're rushing through things yeah okay also
1: so, to, to to flip side on the tidy upper i don't whilst you like to tidy up in other people's places because you get bored and you want an excuse to get out yeah i'm quite lazy so i try to be the opposite and i try and sit myself in the corner on purpose so i can't get out and then i'm like oh d- d- do you want to help and they're like if they say yeah i need to like climb over four people and move
0: oh so you purposely make it Either difficult for you to help out, or if you do, you make it awkward for everyone else as you climb over them.
1: Yeah. Right, so I don't see. have to help.
0: I see. Good plan. Yeah, uh, it's not bad at yeah, work so far. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well done. So um, yeah, moving on then. Um, let's see who's who's next on this. Do you want to take? Do you want to take the next one?
1: Which is, Have we got a ticking system? Who've we got here?
0: Yeah. Yeah. this are. Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: well, I guess to go back to Rob's one, the out of place plus one. Now. Uh, you know, there's always somebody who's uh, it's a plus one, whether they're annoying, they're quiet, and somebody kind of has... In a group of, say, smallish groups, say eight, that individual is quite exposed. You know, smallish is eight. Well, I know well, you we, don't, we don't really know. We've
0: already discussed this, but
1: like, that is like... A big life, yeah. yeah. No, let's say if there's one person in a group of eight who's single, then... Not single as in single individual. Well, but they're annoying and quiet, or even if they're a plus one that's what i mean they're the annoying boy it looks quite exposing but i think if there's a group of 30 it's not so bad 30 i'm not saying a, a 30 in your house of course not but like a buff like a barbecue one on their own they can flow around but when it's sort of seated at eight
0: oh i see yeah
1: then it then 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 you're in trouble so you even need somebody to take one for the team and go talk to them you yeah. could be pre-determined Or like our our friend Rob said in the double date, it's just annoying that he's had to take one for the team and and talk to the boring person so that his wife and her friend can have a nice evening.
0: Um, But then how does he know the other guy isn't thinking the same thing? Oh. The other guy has been brought along by his wife and he's like, I've got to sit here and talk to this guy Rob now.
1: Yeah, so they're both the annoying or slash boring plus ones. We've never got two... Now you have got two plus ones who don't want to be there. Yes, <laughs> which is taking fifty percent in this scenario. Fifty percent of your hu- your party is taken up with two people that don't want to be there, who don't want to talk to each other. Yeah, Whoa, that's that's tough going, isn't it?
0: Maybe the wives should just go out. Yeah, on, on their own and just yeah. You know, maybe there should be there should just be a way of saying you know what, I just I don't need to get along with this guy. I don't know this guy. Don't don't bring me with.
1: Well, that goes back to like double day and Steph and I. There has been people where we've been quite orchestrated going. They're a great double date couple because I get along with the guy and the girl, the two girls get along and Steph gets along with the girl. Do you know what I mean? All all relationship angles all work. Right, Whereas sometimes, okay. like in Rob, in this case Rob, it hasn't the two guys have to just put it up put up with it. Yeah. Um so I think the best double dates are the ones where all four people get along. Yeah. I mean what about have you That's the only way to do it. Like uh, when
0: you you first met Steph, did yeah. you have to kind of be introduced to a lot of her friends at once.
1: Yeah, quite a lot of her friends were single, so it was okay, whereas I'm a bit older and more of my friends were married, so we found we were double dating more with my friends. Right. And then it became like... So in that case, Steph would have been the other one at the, the table. Plus, yeah. yeah, and she was like, oh, I don't really like either my friend or the plus one, or I didn't like the plus one. So we've we've kind of orchestrated a situation where, you know, we've got our, pe- we've got our set of friends who are good for double dates, yeah. And there's the ones where if there's the annoying plus one, then we invite them to a bigger party so they can be more.
0: Okay. So here's a question What if you are the plus one? Do you go straight into animal
1: mode? Yeah. Yeah. If I'm asked, I would ask that question if it becomes like too, like, what do you do? Where are you from? Like, it's just the dull. I try and spice it up with something a little bit different. But if I am, um, I mean, I've been to plus, I've been to you know the plus one or wedding or other places. Uh, On the whole, though, I do try and meet new people and be fun. But um, I think some people have tried to um, orchestrate that I'm the plus one, and they've got somebody else who thinks they're going to get along with me. They're like, oh, you're, um, you're, you're, you're Jewish. My friend's Jewish you know each other <laughs> yeah. there's some of that and you're like well okay they've yeah. really forced it
0: yeah 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 so what about then if this, this that that goes to the the, the next guest around the table who's forced to be there in, in a way the singleton so if you have you ever been to a dinner party or made a dinner party where you're trying to set people up
1: in a romantic way or just because they're like oh i've got one jewish friend i need to invite another jewish friend like a political I don't know. <laughs> Have you been to you parties like that? Mm, where they have I, to sort of balance it out? No, I've been to a party for sure where they've pushed the, like, Adam's really into American football, let's go around. So one of my other friends is really into American football, get them sit next to each other, which I guess is quite nice. You know, we know we have a common interest. Yeah. But I don't know if that other person was invited solely just to, you know, yeah. be my buddy.
0: I think you've done that with me before, actually, where it didn't actually... It was. You don't like American football. We not No, about. not American football, because uh, for for our listeners, I'm I'm a computer person for yeah. work, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, you've you've put me through, you put me next to somebody, and oh, this guy does programming. That like, you two will get along? Absolutely, hundred percent. I've done that to you many times. But... Yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, I'm at a dinner party. It's my Saturday night. I don't want to be sitting here talking about
1: for loops and if statements. Right. We've been talking for 25 minutes, and now just the mere talk of computers, you've come alive. <laughs> You may want to, to think that you're not into computers. You you love this shit. Yeah, it's true, though. It's, but it's like, it's
0: like 4.30 on a Thursday afternoon. This is like my work time as well. <laughs> yeah. you know? So I'm, I'm in computer mode. But yeah. when, when I see safely. what you're saying.
1: It, it, it can come across a bit crowbarred.
0: Yes, yeah. yeah. I don't want to be, you oh, know... You sane. breathe
1: oxygen. He breathes oxygen. Go exactly, around. exactly. But you're saying that you, you found when you were a single guy that sometimes people try, try to do it on a sexual note or a relationship note. Oh, you two are single. They put you together. Has yes. that been a bit
0: awkward? Uh, yeah. So yeah, when I was yeah when I was single, I had been to those kind of dinner parties where it was uh, both. I've been a guest where it was kind of, you know, we've got someone for you to meet. Why don't you come along? And I've been to another kind where I just didn't know at all. And then there was just a single girl around the table as well. Like, I think there's one in particular I can I can remember a lunch that I went to. I think there's about twelve. Fourteen people around the table. Oh, your and night,
1: your your worst nightmare.
0: There was uh, there was a single girl and me uh, at the the only the, the two of us were the only two single people around the table, and it was um it was not obvious in the invitation, but it was certainly obvious um, about twenty minutes into the lunch that that's what everyone, this was, everyone was there to watch us
1: oh, to watch
0: awesome. us hit it off and. Um, we did not hit it off. I, I, you know, I don't want to talk too badly about somebody else. Did you? It did you ask thing. her
1: about her three favourite animals? Because that could have maybe that that's have... where it went wrong. Yeah, maybe that's where it went wrong. Yeah, and that is awkward, especially in front of twelve people, where they're all they're all in on it to like. Let's, do you reckon that they weren't going to have a dinner party at all? But they were like, right, Barry single, or our friend single. How can we do it? Let's pretend to have a party to get you all, get them to find a neutral space.
0: Perhaps, perhaps well, it was it was kind of um, it was kind of suggested to me as like we do this thing, we do this get together. Um, it was like a, just a Sunday lunch kind of thing. Um, it's you know every week we get you know we have friends over. Why don't you come next week? Yeah. Okay, know, one these of these sure. kind of casual sort of things. And then I get there and it's like, here's so-and-so, they've been married for this many years. Here's so-and-so, here's another couple, here's another couple, here's another couple. And this is my friend, whatever her name was. Might be fun just to leave one of those in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we've got two more. Okay. We've got, um, I guess they both relate to food, the dietary requirement person.
0: The dietary requirement person. Okay, so... How do you, how do you feel about this? This is the this is the person around the table who, you know, upon being invited, will list all of the things that they are uh, they can't eat.
1: It sounds bad. I mean, I know with if it's one thing's an allergy thing. Steph is allergic to chili, and we we try and tell people that, and it becomes awkward if they put chili in or, or something that there's one thing not liking something and one thing being allergic or a religious reason. Yeah. So you want to be like, oh, well, what can you can't eat? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> they won't tell you and they'll just assume and you're like, you've made stuff and they're like, oh, but I can't have that. Oh, but I can't have that. How comes you don't know? Don't you, don't you know me well enough? And you're like, you know what?
0: Didn't you see it on my Instagram? Yeah.
1: And you're like, well, we're not, it's not a wedding. We haven't put like a, you know, so I I do think it's, it's got to be a bit 50, it's a communication thing. But if somebody is, if they're fussy for the sake of being fussy, that annoys me. If they generally can't for religious reasons or medical reasons, then fine. But if they're like, oh, but I don't like cheese or, but I don't like, that, that gets annoying.
0: Right. So, yeah. So are you saying that... You said it's not like it's a wedding. Do you well, mean like, that that like, on your dinner party invitations, there should be sort of a feedback section?
1: <laughs> no. I mean, you should know your guests. when at a wedding, you have a chance to put your dietary requirements and you try and figure it out. And there's loads of other types of food. And I think you're going around someone's house for dinner and you know they should probably say, oh, by the way, I don't eat, I'm a vegan or I don't eat beef or whatever. And then, and then the host should be like, okay. But if you're going... I don't have like three hundred things. I, well, I know people that gone. Oh, you guys will meet us. I'm going to bring my own vegan food and cook it. That's another. At least they get. I understand it. It's weird.
0: Well, well I have to say, like, uh, so I know firsthand. You know, with uh, with Laura, my wife, she uh, she can't eat gluten, and um, she's got uh, some allergies as well, which are pretty um, pretty serious allergies. And uh, to the point where there's uh, like berries and things like that, that I can't eat them either. Mm. So, if because if they're on me, then you know, and it gets on her, then uh, then it's it's pretty pretty bad. Um, so yeah, stuff like that, we do kind of tell people first. I suppose if we're asked, if ah. someone says come out to dinner and is there anything you don't eat, then we'll say if something's just if we if we don't get asked, I don't think it's really volunteer the information you should
1: well i I guess berries is a bit different because that's a dessert you can say oh i just don't you don't need dessert yeah if they've made something with loads of berries and berries are usually a side thing
0: yeah even if it's like a garnish even if it's like a Uh, bit of cheesecake with a raspberry on top
1: you should say something yeah i think you should you should say oh by the way we don't eat yeah but it's more annoying when people turn up and go oh didn't you know because you know laura you guys have been to our house and I'm gonna forget that she, you're gonna to have to tell me every time. Like I don't have a, I don't have a roller deck of all my friends' allergies. You know what I mean? But don't you just keep it on your phone? No, right? No, because I'm not a computer <laughs> wizard like you. <laughs> so what about, what about your friend though? He's the other uh, computer wizard. Uh, uh, right. <laughs> well, I guess that takes us to the other set, the subsection of the foodie faddy which is a bit different. Like, I get dietary requirement is, uh-oh, they're going to be in trouble if they have X, Y, and Z, and you don't want that. But the foodie faddy is like the people that change their requirements based on fashion of that month.
0: Oh, right, yeah, yeah. So, like, if like the rainforests are being threatened in a certain... For that week. They, they don't eat whatever it is, like a, some sort of... Quinoa for that month. Yeah, or coconut derivative or something like that. Yeah, but yeah. they've
1: not got an allergy, but they just kind of... And then they impede that on you. They go like, oh, but haven't you seen... I'm following blah 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 hashtag this month. I'm doing a no da 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 da, da, and you're like, okay. But next, but last time I saw you, you ate pork, and you or you ate beef or you ate whatever. But then they change it. You've almost got to like scroll through their Instagram a week before you invite them to see what food they're into or not into that week. That annoys me when they jump on different bandwagons and change all the time.
0: Yeah, I think I think to be fair, we're we're both in agreement with that. I think I haven't got time for that. If if someone wanted to avoid something they could tell me in advance or i you know probably ask in advance you know what why aren't you eating uh not necessarily why aren't you eating but they're just
1: changing the goalposts every time
0: oh yeah if they're changing the goalposts every time yeah then um you know i think you just like
1: some of our jewish friends i've seen them eat pork and then i've offered them i eat pork and then they've gone oh no i don't eat that now and then two weeks later i see them eat pork again it's like very much you know depending on who's around they're,
0: they're trying to quit
1: yeah, like if they're around their other friend, or if they're around a certain other friend who's maybe more religious, then they they won't eat pork in front of X, Y, and Z. But they will. Do you know what I mean?
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: You're like, oh my god, I can't keep up.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I think if if I was hosting that that party where where somebody was, you know, I don't eat this today, or it's you know, so the external factors have changed, which now. Prevent me from eating something. I'll just be like, you know what? Like I've gone to the trouble. Yeah. You know, just put your put your fat aside for one night. Yes. Yeah. Just...
1: Well, I don't eat beef anymore for two years. But if I go to someone's house and they say, "Oh, what don't you eat?" I kind of don't want to end up like that. and going, "Oh, I don't eat beef," and then they go go why? And blah blah blah. So I might say I might not, but if somebody's gone to the trouble and made us beef, I'm not going to not eat it. I'll, eat, I'll still eat it.
0: Just out of
1: politeness. Yeah, and also, like, it's not going to save the... You know, the the animal's being killed, it's there. It's only going to go in the bin or in someone else's mouth. Like, it's not me. It's not a religious thing. It's an environmental thing. So it's not... I just don't buy beef. Do you know what I mean? I don't order beef. But if I've gone to someone's house and there's beef there, then I'll I'll eat it. I don't want them to feel bad and be like, oh, well, I don't eat beef anymore. If they ask in advance, then fine. But, yeah, I'm not going to try and make it I suppose, yeah, it's,
0: it's... in in thinking about the wider issue there, yeah, that if you are avoiding something to avoid consumption, mm. but, you know the the wastage or whatever that's that's caused by the industry of farming cattle, for example, yeah. but somebody's actually killed and butchered and bought and cooked something that's ended up on your plate in front you, surely it's only more wasteful to not eat
1: it. Yeah. At that point, yeah. Or you know. well, or somebody else can eat it in...
0: But yeah. yeah. You'll just have a salad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So there you go. So to round up, we've had the finger eater, the plus the plus one or the out-of-place plus one. Oh, no, we've got one left. We've yeah. had the singleton, the dinner party terrorist, the dinner party sniper, the tidy upper, the dietary requirement, the foodie faddy, the hygienic one, and the last
0: one. The last one, probably the most uh, <laughs> the most fitting to be left till last. Mm. Because whilst you've told me all about all, all of these Dinner party guests, all of these characters around your dinner table. I've got one better.
1: <laughs>
0: the guy who's always got one better. The story trumper. Yes, the yeah. guy. Whatever you say, he's done it. Yeah. And a bit else, a bit extra.
1: Yes, you can say, oh, you know, when one was in my gap year and I lived in the Amazon. Oh, I was in the Amazon, but for four years and brought up 17 children. You know, whatever you say, he has to trump it or she. Yeah. A, they're not listening. They're waiting to say their better story. Yeah. Don't like them.
0: Let's just not invite them.
1: I might not be going to any parties,
0: though. <laughs> Are you the story trump?
1: I think I have. Have
0: you been. done that much, though? What? I mean, I haven't.
1: On the Amazon? No, just generally. Like, just, you know, whatever someone says, can you beat it? I think there's genuinely I've probably beat... Some people have made a real big sto- story out of something quite small, and then I've gone, oh, and then I've been a bit of an arse, so i am gone, well... Dot, 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 dot. not. I think I've probably story trumped a couple of times. Yes. So
0: kind of like, well, you think that's good. Listen to this.
1: Yeah. But hopefully not as arrogant as that. But I think (laughs) subconsciously I probably... Because people do that. They'll go, they tell a story about, I don't know, cars. And then you've got another one about cars, which is maybe a bit more dramatic. So I don't know. I think I could... If any of these, I think I may accidentally have fallen into the story Trumper. Barry, which one have you fallen into? Um... You're clearly the tidy upper.
0: Well yeah yeah I, I have been the tidy upper. I was gonna say just going back to the story Trumper yeah uh, there's there's the reverse of that the one who's always had it worse
1: Oh which is in in, in the same it's a trumper but yes
0: yeah the, the sort of the negativity Trumper.
1: Oh yeah I think that's bad. Yeah
0: last week I was
1: oh I know people like that
0: yeah but it's you've never got it as bad as they do.
1: Yeah oh they they're just annoying in general. <laughs>
0: Never mind the dinner party.
1: Yeah, don't invite them into your dinner party world.
0: Yeah.
1: Right, well.
0: So which one are you? Are you the story trumper?
1: Yeah, I'm the story trumper. And you're the, the hygienic and the tidy upper. Yeah. That's not terrible.
0: I, s- I suppose so, yeah.
1: I think I was the singleton for a while.
0: Yeah, I suppose, yeah, we've all been there, right?
1: And I'm probably the annoying plus one at sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely know some of our friends are like, oh, Adam's coming.
0: Never the finger eater, though. You don't want to be the finger eater.
1: No. No, I don't think I've been the finger eater. All right. Well, thanks for listening. You know what? Oh, sorry. Cut that short. What were you going to say, Barry? I've just thought, I don't mean to be the trumper, but
0: on. there's one we haven't listed. Just thinking about the finger eater. Yeah. The double dipper.
1: Of course, the double dipper. It's, it's, it's related to the finger eater, isn't it? Absolutely. I think because of Seinfeld and later on because of Kerb, I don't see a lot of double dippers happening. You've been seeing any double dippers?
0: You don't see a lot, but I, I I have seen a couple, and I've called them out on it as well. Really? Yes, yeah. I've had people just
1: straight up deny it and lie to my face. I know what I've seen. Do you... Would you, like, say I've got a, a tortilla chip, and I dip with one of the triangle pieces, a crunch, flip it round, and then put back in... Effectively, my fingers have touched that tortilla, but my fingers aren't going in the dip. Do you allow the, the flipper move, the flip and dip? Uh, I'm not, I'm
0: not a big fan of the rip and dip. So you go got think, one dip and done? I think one dip and done, but better, better than a single dip, use a spoon. Oh,
1: and put you know, it on your own plate. And yeah, can, or if yeah. there's
0: like a knife, you know, you've got like a bit of, uh, like a bit of, okay. what were you talking about, sour cream and
1: chive beforehand, yeah. you know, get a bit on your knife, spread it on your bread. Right, done. okay. So the, just to end with the double dip, I have a bit of a, I'm going to trump you with a story here. Oh, do tell, It's, it's a bit crass though okay. basically i was talking to my colleague about double dipping and she laughed and i was like oh she must be a seinfeld fan a curd fan or just generally a food she's a food fan is this going the way i think it's gonna go it's prison lingo right <laughs> so she said it's prison lingo for double dip and i'm like what is it it's when a male or uh, yeah receives it's a sex thing when they receive a blowjob and then get sex being double dipped so they've they've they've, they've had they've been." they've dipped in two places right in prison though well i think it's a prison lingo i know i don't think it necessarily has to be in prison i think i think we'd all like to double dip i mean that's you know that's my that's my birthday right so <laughs> so but me and you are of that sign for generation not everybody else is so i'm there in the office going around like oh my god i can't believe he double dipped and they're like well, what oh i see
0: what? At work? Like, Taking to one side and saying, look, we don't talk about people's personal life. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Right. And I'm like, I just saw that guy double dip. And they were like, oh, what? And they they thought he had received a blowjob and then had sex with somebody at work. Wow. With the same person? Yeah. Okay. That's double dipping in my workplace. Right, well... I work uh, in
0: prison. <laughs> that's never happened at a dinner party I've been to that I know of.
1: No, but I guess the thing is, if you go around the certain crowds, you're know, like, can't stand double dipping... You might some people might enjoy a double dip.
0: Have you ever called somebody out on it? If you ever you know they you, they're about to you're like, whoa, whoa whoa, you're gonna double dip. And they're like, How do you know?
1: Yeah, well no I haven't no. But that's maybe maybe, maybe we should. <laughs> yeah, indeed. No, like, I don't stop my dick in this, what are you talking about?
0: <laughs> well, and uh yeah, I think we've we've ended on a low note there. We really is that the uh the the conclusion of this, uh, of this Dinner yes. Party Duo episode, um, as always, you can uh, send in your suggestions, questions, um, complaints, thanks, mm-hmm. whatever, to our uh, Twitter at Dinner Party Duo. Yes. Um, and uh, check out the, the previous episodes. This is episode three. Uh, we've got another two we've recorded previously so go that's how how maths works (laughs) indeed have a listen computer
1: programmer here
0: exactly i don't leave i don't leave anything to chance (laughs) um yeah check them out and tell us what you think cheers